Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Through the Noise. First of all, Gong Si Fa Chai or Happy Chinese New Year to all of our listeners. So last week we talked about the window of opportunity we felt that recent declines offered investors to add to equity holdings, including the tech sector. Since then, global equities are up uh, 3%, with despite the headlines to the contrary, the tech sector being the strongest performer, up over 4%. Today, we try to answer whether we're out of the correction woods, uh, what has driven the bounce in equities, and we discuss the implications of the European Central Bank's hawkish pivot and India's stimulatory budget. And who better to have, the, have with me to discuss this than Fukian Yap, uh, a senior strategist within the equity strategy team, and Manish Jaradi, who is a, the senior strategist who runs our technical strategy team. Fukian, Manish, thanks for joining me today. Uh, Fukian, let's start with you. So what was interesting when we were talking about what to put in this week's weekly market view uh, was there was a preponderance of negative economic data. How do you marry this with the strong performance of equity markets in the week? Hi, Steve. Yes, that's right. Uh, U.S. data has been soft uh, recently. Uh, U.S. private payrolls uh, surprisingly shrunk in January as uh, Omicron led the services sector to retrench. Uh, This probably means that the uh, January non-farm payrolls that are due later today are also likely to miss estimates. The slowing jobs data follows a weakening consumer sentiment, retail sales and wage growth. Uh, But what this means is that we think the Fed will not be having a runaway rate hiking cycle. Okay, we also saw recently uh, two Fed policymakers pushing back on expectations for uh, runaway interest rate hikes, which has provided some comfort to markets. Uh, The two-year yield has pulled back from major resistance on the 200-week moving average, and the S&P 500 equities uh, has bounced uh, from fairly strong support at the October low of 4279. Uh, U.S. equities are also supported by a strong U.S. earnings season that is over halfway through now. And in the equity markets, we also see that pessimism has been running high. Our own uh, fear and greed index continues to be in fear territory. But these two issues are supporting equities, we think. One, less fear of a rate hike cycle, and two, supportive U.S. earnings. Okay, so uh, obviously earnings is a major topic at the moment. We're in the middle of the US earnings season. So maybe let's dig into that a little bit more. So it's been a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to Q4 earnings, obviously some major announcements this week, um, but also important has been future earnings guidance. So maybe which sectors are leading and which are lagging on the earnings front? Yeah, the the US earnings season is uh, over halfway through now and the results are encouraging so far. Um, as overall earnings have surprised by 4.8% positively. And the technology sector is leading uh, with a positive 8.8% earnings surprise. While on the lagging side, it's industrials, they have a negative 8.4% earnings surprise. Now for the full year of 2022, uh, the consensus estimate for the tech sector's uh, earnings growth has nudged up to 8% from 7.6% at the start of the year. So this upward revision to the tech sector earnings uh, supports our preferred view for the sector. 
the growth in tech, we think, is uh, structural and robust, and is relatively less dependent on your COVID uncertainties. And indeed, well, we think that concerns about the tech sector's valuation derating uh, due to higher interest rates, this will turn out to be short-term headwinds. And we believe that uh, earnings growth will be the ultimate driver for the tech sector to outperform on a 6 to 12-month basis. Okay, Manish, so we've got the sort of fundamental picture from uh, US equities. Um, maybe, you know, from your perspective, looking at the charts, what are they telling you about the short-term outlook for equities? Thanks, Steve. Um, so, clearly, the, the correction that we've seen uh, in, in uh, US, especially US equity markets, uh, and let's, let's for simplicity, let's look at S&P 500. It, the, the fall does raise the question that, have we seen the best of uh, the uptrend? Or in other words, is the uptrend over? Is there more to come? Well, let's, clearly it doesn't, the decline by itself doesn't suggest this is a bear market. I repeat, it doesn't suggest it's a bear market. And as Fukin mentioned earlier, that so far we've not broken the key October low support. And interestingly, since the rebound from March 2020, we've actually not seen a break below key pivot supports, which October October the October low uh, happens to be one. However, having said that, what we've seen in recent months is that uptrend lines have begun to flatten. And when that happens, it typically is a sign that the cyclical uptrend is, is maturing. It again, it doesn't mean that it's bearish, but we may we may need to settle in a range before the index um, resumes its broader uptrend. L- let me just, you know, just give an example. It's very similar to, you know, pausing for a breath after running a marathon. So in, in other words, the index has run a marathon. We just need to take a, a, a breather before we embark on the next leg higher. Okay, I think I'd need more than a breather if I'd uh, just run a marathon, especially in the heat that's Singapore. But anyway, okay, so maybe let's move on to uh, India. It's obviously a big, big week for Indian markets with the government releasing its budget for the coming fiscal year. Um, Manish, can you sort of give us what the key takeaways and implications are for financial markets in India? Um, India's annual budget maintained the growth focus with uh, three key uh, uh, elements. One, significant step up in capital expenditure. Two, increased spending towards infrastructure and support for manufacturing sector. And three, policy continuity and transparency. Now, what does this mean for markets? So in our view, the budget is supportive for Indian equities we expect economic growth to remain well above its long-term trend, supporting a robust above 20% earnings growth in the next 12 months. Nevertheless, higher than expected fiscal deficit and elevated supply of government paper amid expectations of monetary policy normalization by the Reserve Bank of India is likely to exert upward pressure on bond deals. Okay, um... Yeah, and bond yields obviously in India have been going up quite sharply already uh, this year. So maybe moving on to um, you know what's happening elsewhere in the world, in, in Europe, for instance. So Fukien mentioned that the Fed is starting to talk against the scale of tightening implied by financial markets. But we've seen a big week for central banks, uh, including the RBA, ECB and Bank of England uh, this week. So can you give your sense of how FX markets might respond to these changes? There is a rising 
probability that markets have just experienced peak fed hawkishness as well as the top of a 13 month us dollar uptrend yes a 13 month us dollar uptrend and looks like it's just beginning to peak now other central banks have remained relatively dovish like the rba but the currencies have rebounded as as investors assume uh, policy normalization is now simply a matter of timing bank the bank of england hiked uh, interest rates for the second time in two months uh, while the ecb turned hawkish raising the prospect of higher interest rates this year so we believe investors could begin to consider the recent us dollar peak as an attractive risk reward barrier with a preference to sell the dollar on corrective values the dxy has fallen over 2% in the past week now if it falls another 1% through that key support at um, 9450 this would be a break of a strong technical support with an implication for an accelerated us dollar downtrend Okay. Um, well, thank you both for your valuable insights and thank you, listener, for taking the time to listen in to our latest thinking. As always, feel free to reach out to us on our local website or on our Wealth Insights page on LinkedIn. Uh, obviously, also feel free to rate and like uh, the podcast if you, if you find it valuable to you. In the meantime, I wish everybody a healthy, happy and prosperous Year of the Tiger. Take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.